Taco Tuesday. Donde esta el baño? Welcome to your house. <laughs> Where's the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> We're at your house. You should know that. Yes. So Aki upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> we um my name is Justin Peach. Hey, Chris Richardson. I'm I am talking in a more chill, you relaxed vibe. You look relaxed. So I walked over here. We're at your house. Yes. I walked over here from mine through the freezing tundra. The frozen tundra of Bluff Park. 30 Alabama. degrees out here. And I get here and we are on the largest couch in Bluff Park. <laughs> we, I am on a, I, I, we are on a double sectional. <laughs> it's, got, it's got multiple sitting areas. Yes. With a raging fire. Yes. As is our custom. I'm about to fall asleep, y'all. Don't do that. It's also nine o'clock at night. Which that's a little better for our nighttime sessions. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it gets to about that ten, eleven o'clock time. Yeah. Uh but I did notice today I hate how we talk about where we record our podcast because it doesn't matter. But this time it matters. You we gotta are, set the tone. We are both <laughs> Like on different ends of the couch, face. I mean, again, this is a U-shaped couch. It is. We're on opposite ends of the U, laid out. <laughs> like I, I want somebody feeding me grapes. The feet are up. <laughs> the feet are not touching the ground. <laughs> but we are comfortable, um, and we are, um, we are chilling. Sorry, guys. I just got a message from my wife saying I should spend a lot of money on Facebook Marketplace just now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks my, for the heads up. I, I told my wife I was heading over here, and she just texted me. I thought something was wrong. She said, sorry. I bought a lot of stuff for our twin boys, which is fine. It happens. It happens. I'm sure with the amount of money she spent, knowing my wife, she bought like 75 shirts. Like, <laughs> It's pretty ridiculous. She's, she's really good at that. Um, hey, hopefully... A few days ago, you guys saw our Instagram and our tweet. We kind of shouted out Mia Speranza. We said mm. we we're going to do this. We said that is our unofficial sponsor. Unofficial, unpaid, sponsor. unrequested sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> but they do listen. Yes. They do listen in Honduras. Not all the people, but I know the people that started <laughs> Mia Speranza do. Um, so uh, we want... We want to give them a shout out. It's called the women of hope.org. Uh, nice. You can follow me as bronza. The links and tags are all on our Twitter and our Instagram. Follow them again. They make amazing stuff. Birthdays coming up or just if you want Valentine's is coming. Valentine's day. You can get that. I don't know if we get here in time, but you can like you can do a little picture. Of you can do a picture of it and say yeah. it's coming. I've It'll done be that here before. soon. Oh, who hasn't done that before? That is the go-to of like December. I did buy you something. December 23rd going, no, I bought this a while ago. It just won't get <laughs> here in just, time. The, the shipping got delayed. Sorry. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But yeah. So Mia Speranza, hit them up. Um, show them some love. Again, I would love for them to be like, wow, we had 100 people buy things. That'd be awesome. From all over the place, hmm. so that'd be awesome. From from Oklahoma, uh -huh. from Canada, 
That's Canada. New Hampshires. Yes. Uh, we don't have any new state stats. We don't have any new countries. But I'll tell you this. Last week was our biggest week of the podcast. Momentous. Like the amount of downloads per day and how many days. And I think we even still like today is we're recording this on a Tuesday, which mm. usually. We, we really trail off. Monday, Monday Tuesday, Tuesday is like. We, I think we had. We had a like a good number today. Yeah. So um, we enjoy it. Uh, we had some people say, hey, we want to reach out to you guys. How do we do that? <laughs> I had like a lady at church go, oh, I love listening to y'all. Y'all did a good job on angels. <clears throat> I didn't know she listened to us. Yeah. Miss Miss Bella. Oh, Bella Bendall. Oh, Bev. So thank you, Bev. Because, you know, I told you that we would read some comments. Yes. She tried. She didn't know how to. You're, you're going to read her verbal comment so to she, you. So I had a verbal comment and she said, I love the angels. I like to write something. How do I do that? And so I literally pulled my phone out on the shoulder, <laughs> showed her like, here's how you go on Apple. Here's how you rate and review and subscribe. And subscribe all that. Please do. Please do. Well, we have a topic today uh, that we think is going to be fun. Well, I um, hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> and to set us up, this is where it kind of led. And I, I, I had, Tease this maybe episode three, four. A long time ago. And now we're in episode 25. Um, when we talk about, hey, we want you guys to email us at the Bible buffoons at gmail.com <laughs> or hit us up on Instagram at Bible buffoons, Bible buffoons. and Twitter, Bible buffoons. Um, our very first ever email we got from a guy named Dean Sanderson. Good old Dean. Now, I got this. I think I was away on vacation. I think this is August. Okay. This was late August. Family vacation at the beach. Um, We were just, I mean, again, I think this is like episode like four or five for yeah. us. So this was new for us. <laughs> Maybe even like episode three. I mean, this was super early. And so I got an email from a guy, Dean Sanderson from, I believe, Ohio. Uh -huh. And it just, it was like a paragraph long. <laughs> and I don't know if I sent it to you or if, or if I just told I you about it. I think you just it. told me about it. Which was pretty exciting. Like, guys, we've only received two emails. <laughs> and to get one, and actually, guys, this was not even at our Gmail. This was to my personal account. Right. This was to my Homewood. This was to my church personal Gmail account, my work one. And in the email it said, and I, and I have the email pulled up if you want to read it, but it said, Hey, um, we hope this is Justin. Are you the Justin from the Bible buffoons podcast? I couldn't find a contact email on your website, but I did remember in episode zero, you and Chris. Okay. This was August 27th. Okay. So early on. Um, but I found your email on your church website. Anyways, I found your podcast when I typed in Bible on the Apple podcast, blah, blah, blah. I was shocked. I was shocked about the title buffoons. I don't know why you use that. And it's like, okay, okay. Um, but I really enjoyed it and so on and so forth. Yes. Now in this email, the first email, I was going to drop a little bit of what Mr. Sanderson said. Uh, I felt wrong about the name 
alongside something as holy as the word of God, I've listened and appreciated your explanation of the title. Uh, I too am just a dude, though much older than you and Chris, I would assume, who love studying the Bible. I look forward to more episodes and hope that perhaps you guys will eventually dive into weightier topics. This is where it gets fun. <laughs> Such as the ethics of genetic defect corrective procedures. Or, and he went into a few more other things. Um, hope you guys will talk about this. Um, if not, I will still listen anyways. I enjoy Bible and barbecue. Ha, 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 ha. But, <laughs> but could seriously use some direction in some of these deeper matters. Anyways, you have a fan all the way in Perrysburg, Ohio. There you go. Keep up the good work. P.S. Saw your beard on the church website. Nice. <laughs> Dean Sanderson. Peach does have a really nice beard. Uh, so that's the very first email that we got. And it's pretty bonkers. So <laughs> getting this first email and it was like from like the church, uh, Holy spirit gospel, something, something. It was like from like a church that had like 17 names. Nice. So then we get another email from Mr. Dean Sanderson. I didn't respond to Dean. I was on vacation. Yeah. But I got it and I read it and I was excited. Also a little weirded out because he was like, can you hit some of these weightier topics? I didn't read you guys all the topics <laughs> that he wanted me to cover, but I read you one about the genetic defects, reconstructive procedures. The other one was, is this Justin? Did you get this? Am I... You know, am I contacting the right Justin? Just let me know if this is the right Justin or not. <laughs> Sent me another one. Is this Justin? Hey, I really enjoyed it. Good job on the podcast. I re-listened to episode one a few times Ooh. and love when Chris said, don't put God in a box. I am the box. Good call. Like he started quoting <laughs> stuff and doing new stuff for us. And now you're starting to get worried. And so I finally reached out to him. Yeah. It's the three emails that I received from Dean Sanderson. And I said, Hey, this is Justin. Thank you for listening. We're glad that we have a fan. Um, thank you so much for reaching out. Take care. And it was like one <laughs> or two sentences. Got another email. Hey, Oh, I'm so glad it's the right. Justin, blah, 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 blah. And at this time I'm like Facebook in this guy. <laughs> I'm like looking up like who is who's this guy that's just sitting around emailing me all the time, <laughs> like every day, sometimes twice a day I'm getting emails and there's a Facebook account <laughs> of Dean Sanderson, this older gentleman, maybe in the fifties or sixties yeah. holding the Bible, <laughs> Perrysburg, Ohio. It had some stuff and I was like, ah, and it, there wasn't a lot of stuff on the Facebook. Yeah. There's a lot of people that like, yeah. Never post or anything. Another email. Hey, hey, I also like this and that. Um, maybe if you want to talk about the genetic defect procedure stuff, I can come on your podcast as a guest and talk to you about this. And, you know, then we have a conversation. We'd love to join in. Love to do all this stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Another email. And at this point, I have not responded once <laughs> or, or that one time. He gets a little angrier. Dean's like, why aren't you responding to me, Justin? 
I know that you read your emails. Please don't ghost me. Are you starting to to worry about your safety at this point? And at this point, those two emails, I'm like, oh no. Why did we start a podcast? Now, I told you about this. Yes. We were at the dinner with some guys. Yeah. And I told you about this. And everyone at the dinner table said, "Uh, well, enjoy your night, Justin. This is your last night alive. (laughs) He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Dean Sanderson is going to drive from Ohio. Yeah. And also in the emails, it was like, oh, I didn't know much about Church of Christ. I did some research. Did you know that Weird Al Yankovic is Church of Christ? How cool. I like his songs. Like, it, like paragraphs long. <laughs> Craziness. Then I get one email that says, quit playing games. And I'm like, say what now? And on it... To Justin, I know you read your emails. Quit playing games. And it was the lyrics to quit playing games with my heart. Oh, boy. Which is by Backstreet Boys? I think so. 98 Degrees, Backstreet Boys? One of those, yeah. And he copied and pasted the whole <laughs> lyrics to that song. And I scrolled. <laughs> I scrolled. Thank goodness I did. I scrolled all the way to the end. And it said, from Dean... Adam Brewer Sanderson (laughs) and Adam Brewer is one of my best friends who is a minister in North Alabama. And I called him when I got that, that night we were putting our boys to bed and I pulled my phone out and maybe it's like, who are you calling right now? And I was like, I have to call Adam. And I said, is this Dean? (laughs) He was like, it's about time. And we talked for, he was like, I stay up at night <laughs> figuring out what to say. He goes, I had this long game that I was going to, he's like, I was expecting to go on for months. He goes, except for you never responded. <laughs> and I said, what about the Facebook post? He goes, I found a random picture of old Christian guy and I made a <laughs> Facebook post and I made a name and I randomly found a city I made all these things up. The level of effort that went into this is impressive. And so then we end up going to the, a lake house with his family and some friends, and we end up talking about it. And his wife said that he would sit there at night on the couch giggling to himself, <laughs> just typing away. <laughs> and now that I read these things, I'm like, oh, that's of course. Adam. Yeah. And what's funny is in one of these emails, when he talks about the genetic defect reconstructor procedure yeah. and in parentheses it said like like someone who was born with an extra finger i was born with six fingers <laughs> on one hand yeah and now that i read these things i'm like oh and it said like why would someone ever do that and take away something that god has made perfect in them and like went <laughs> deep into this but now that i read it i'm like oh adam <laughs> um he said that he asked if I had told you about the whole deal that it was him. I said, no, I have told you, Chris, about Dean Sanderson, but yeah. not that it was Adam. He goes, don't. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to move on to him next. And it, and it was about a month later, and he didn't do it. Yeah. So then I kind of told you about it, which I was, ex- I was waiting for you to be like, hey, man, that guy Dean emailed me. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> He's asking about my beard oil. He asked about my beard oil. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. 
Yes, yes. He asked me about like, oh, nice beard. Do you use bombs or oils? I like your beard. I do want to <laughs> grow one out like yours. This has got very, very creepy. Um. Anyways, that was a long story, but we'd say we'd tell the story of Dean Sanderson, our very first email, which was a fake email by one of my best friends, Adam Brewer. Um, and it made me laugh, and it still makes me laugh today. Because that that's what friends are for. That's what friends are for. And so today's podcast, we're going to talk about friends. Not the show. People let me tell you about my best friend. That wasn't right, but you get the idea. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was right. Is that right? All right. Well, that show, like Robin, like that show. Robin Big. Robin Big. We used to love that show. Yeah, we used to love that. It would play in the mini, it'd play on MTV. Yes. 19 hours of the day. Marathon. It was all the time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we're going to talk about friendship. About what the Bible says about friendship, how we feel about friendship. Newsflash. It says a lot. (laughs) Yeah. We're not going to, again, kind of like angels. It says a lot about friendship. Yeah. We're not, we're only going to touch the surface about what the Bible kind of says about friendship. But um, we uh, we talk about relationships a lot in mm-hmm. this. You being our connections master at I our mean, church. It's kind of the, the theme of my life. It's kind so. of the theme of your job and your life. And and it really, it's a big biblical theme. Yeah, huge. Of what the Bible says about friendships and about relationships. Mm. And I remember I, I one of my first, my first church I worked at, I remember I went in 2009 is when I started working there. In 2009, like many churches, they probably have some like banners and things in their fellowship hall that are pretty corny. <laughs> Friendship they, Village. Oh, ha- well, well, one, just the names of it. Wait, didn't you go to Friendship Christian? Oh, yeah. That's why we're doing this podcast. I, I it's all a plug go, for, your, I, <laughs> for your private school. FCS all cheer. I did go to Friendship Christian School. Very yeah. intimidating. Um, <laughs> you play mascot the- is the Friends. Well, it was we were the commanders. Okay. So it was very much like the Commodores, oh, like a ship captain. Yeah. And we got called the Commodores a lot, which we were not. We were the commanders. Similar, but different. But different. Um Yeah, anyways, the church I worked at had a like a banner that was like reaching up, reaching out, God and friends and God and fellowship. And I was like, this is the corniest thing ever. And then once the more you see it every day, you're like, I don't know, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> We're reaching up I was and like, reaching out. I was like, that kind of makes a lot of sense. And this <laughs> idea of this relationship that God has called us to yeah. is a vertical and a horizontal one. Yeah, well said. Up to him yes. every day, how we strengthen our relationship with God. And when you get into the Bible, you realize that to do that well, yeah. You also need to reach out yes. and have meaningful relationships here on earth. Absolutely. And they come in different forms. Um, it could be your spouse. Mm-hmm. It can be a neighbor, kind of like us. Right. Um, we are also co-workers. Uh-huh. Or it can be like my best friend, Joel, which I've known since kindergarten, like yeah. a lifelong friend and someone uh-huh. who knows me very deeply like Dean Sanderson, <laughs> AKA Adam Brewer. Like we have known each other and done ministry and have been in the same 
small group covenant group yeah. as like ministers for the past nine, 10 years. Mm. So we've kind of done battles and moved churches and he's moved churches and we've been each other's weddings and yeah. had kids. Yeah, I mean, we've known each other for a very long time. And so right. I think God wants us to have those friendships Yeah, and, sure. they, and, they, and they look different for everyone mm. and you're going to have different ones in your life as well. Yeah. A lot like, um, other stuff that we've talked about, you know, there is, uh, sort of the broad general secular idea of friendship. Um, but I think what we're talking about is a different kind of thing. It's, uh, in the context of like Christian relationships, um, these friendships are more like covenants, like what we see in scripture. Um, I think that, man, you know, outside of a relationship with Jesus is really easy to view everything, uh, transactionally, you know, like, uh, this relationship is beneficial to me. I get something out of it. You get something out of it. Let's continue it. Um, but once you meet Jesus, it's, it's almost completely flipped around. It's what can I give? How, what can I give to you? Um, and, and what you give to me is really irrelevant. I'm interested in, in, in your well-being and, and sacrificing of myself for your Kind of like a parent on Christmas morning. Yeah, that's right. It, I hey, mean, it makes me happy for you to get gifts. Right. It's <laughs> like, hey, you like color me this picture. Yeah. And it's the best picture in the world. And I'm so happy. Right. But I also was up till 2 a.m. building this like hot <laughs> wheels track for you. House, yeah. <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. But I'm so excited for you to get that. So it's like more about the giver. Yes. And uh, and and more permanent. Oh. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, in Christ, our relationships uh, seem to move perpetually deeper. Um, it's less based on, well, you, you ticked me off, so I'm going to kind of withdraw from you. It's more of a, a a leaning into relationships, kind of like what I said last time, just kind of this relentless pursuit of, of relationships for the good of other people. Well, and I love the way that you said that of this deeper for a lot of people. And I would even say that this, this really changes as you get older. Yeah. Right, like when you're middle school and high school and even college, your relationships are usually pretty surface. Well, oh, I would wait, even I say <laughs> yes, but I would even say shallow and yeah. wide. Yeah, 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 that makes you, sense. You have a lot of, and I think Andy Stanley talks about this in your faith walk, not so much about your friends, yeah. but I'm gonna use it for friendships. When you're in high school and when you're in college, you have a lot of friends. You got a wide net. You have so many friends. Yeah. And that's why me as like a student minister, especially our seniors that go off to college and we have in our student ministry here, we got some ginormous schools. Birmingham is ridiculous. Our public schools here are like, we have like, we don't. They're like colleges. They're like little universities. Like we have like 12 Seven A. Yeah. It's like <laughs> six hundred kids a class. A class, folks. A class. That's not in the school. <laughs> a class. I graduated with seventy three from my high school, and I think we are still the largest class ever from that school. <laughs> yeah, I think Katie graduated with forty something. See, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, 
and they get so sad about that and about like leaving all their friends. And I'm like, do you even know? All th- do you even know? <laughs> and you're not going to see him again. And it's going to be okay. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. once you move to college, your friends kind of narrow and then they yeah. get back out again. Cause mm-hmm. you get sorority sisters and friends and from the Christian center and whatever it may be. But then when you graduate there, then you move somewhere, your friend group gets a way more narrow. Like, I don't have as many, I don't yeah. have half as many friends that I had in high school, but the friends that I have now are way deeper. Right. We have a deeper relationship. Sheep? Yeah, the relationship. Man. <laughs> we have a deeper relationship. Um, and I think that's important. Yeah, for sure. Um, to not be as shallow, what you said. Yeah, I think, I think that's a natural uh, maturing, yeah. uh, you know, um, but... Somebody, and it'd be exhausting if I had like oh, 15 yeah. friends that got to keep up with all the time. Yeah, I know people. I'm terrible at keeping up with folks. If you're out there and I'm supposed to be keeping up with you, I apologize. Well, he's also our connections minister <laughs> at a church. So I don't know about that. Yeah, like, and then once you get in different stages of life of yeah. like marriage and then also kids. Yes. A great example. One of our good friends, mutual friend, Jacob Paul. Jacob, if you're listening, what up, man? Happy birthday. Today is Today's literally his, his birthday. birthday. I I ran over before here, 8 o'clock at night. I went and got him some hot wings, and I brought it to his house. Just said, happy birthday, man. That's friendship. Um, but before we had kids, we spent four out of the seven days together. <laughs> his family and my family. Yeah. Like, we did everything together. Yeah. Like, this is what we did. Yeah. And then we have kids and it's like, we hope to see each other on Sundays. Yeah. But I would still say that our relationship is one of those deeper relationships. Right. Um, and it's just, and it's just it. Yeah. Just Somebody it. told me once I, I did not make this up, but I really like this visual, uh, to help me think about this. But, uh, if you, if you view your relationship with another follower of Jesus, uh, as sort of this triangle, Triangle? <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to have more more to that word. <laughs> what you're about to say is oh, triangle. That's what I meant to say. Triangle. As a triangle. And if you, if you, so if you've got a triangle and you're on one you of the. You can't say that word. I can't say. <laughs> there you go. That's, pandemic. That's my kryptonite. Uh, you're on one of the bottom corners, whoever this other person, whether it be your spouse, mm. your kids, a close friend is the other. And then at the top is God. Of course. The closer you get to God, the closer you're actually getting oh, uh, to beautiful. that person in relationship. So, um, yeah. you know, as we're walking this life out, that's what's going to happen. As we're seeking yeah. God, that naturally creates these bonds and and relationships that just get deeper and tighter and closer. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, that's one of the best parts about you know Christian community to me. And you know why I'm kind of pumped about yeah, my absolutely. what I do. <laughs> absolutely, and um, and just in my own life, I can see areas in my life, in every stage of my Christian walk, even before my Christian walk of how important it was for those friendships to kind of push me and move me and walk with me, um, from middle school to high school, to college, to marriage, to now, I mean, you know, until doing ministry for 11 
or so years, like yeah. I still have people in my life. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. Right. And, and, and it's something that I need and it's something that at times I don't think that I need. Mm. And I'm sad that I don't always, um, and we always talk about this, you know, all my friends are like, man, I wish we could connect more. And we know that life is busy, Yeah. but making that space and making that time to be intentional once every two or three weeks. Yeah. Hey man, what's going on? Yeah. Um, you know, and not all of your friends should be people that live in other states, <laughs> like, and that live far away, right? Yeah. Like, oh well, it's my best friend from high school, like my, you know, my best friend Joel. But he lives in Middle Tennessee. Yeah, we don't see each other a lot. Yeah, we try to talk a few times a week if we can, or text funny memes back and forth. <laughs> but like, we can't have that. Yeah, as as deep as we should have, because we just don't live close enough. Right. But for someone like me and you, or me and Jacob, yeah. who one our offices are across the hall from each other, <laughs> and you know Jacob lives less than a mile from me, yeah. and people that we see, you need people that live close to you that you see on a regular basis to have that deep, you know that you know that deep, you know connection. And just someone that can just help you in that walk. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, if someone lives that far away, they don't know what I'm going through all the time. Yeah, that's right. They can't, and they can't be there. Yeah. Isolation is the enemy of the Christian life um, for so many different reasons. Um, I think that God, in, in just the most fundamental way, is relationship. You have you have this this dance of father, son, and spirit, who who in essence is loving community, right? So if that's our creator, that's the that's sort of the spinoff that that our whole existence comes off of. Um, and what I've seen in my own life is when I disconnect from people and when uh -huh. I. Uh, try to isolate myself or when I'm like feeling sorry for myself or whatever, yeah. or, or, you know, get, get just down, uh, and, and don't feel like engaging with people. Like you lose such a key element of what it means to follow Jesus, because what that, what that community, what that friend offers you is somebody that's going to call you out. If you yes. are wrapped up in something you don't need to be wrapped up in, somebody who's going to challenge you to do more, be more uh, than you would challenge yourself, somebody that you can share with, somebody that you can yeah. laugh with, all these things. And like that, that stuff is what makes up this life in Christ. Yeah. And, and I think a big, you know, you're saying, you know, someone that can challenge you, you know, I think there's a lot of different areas and what is beneficial for a deep relationship with somebody. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this as just a little caveat side note. I think your spouse is one of these people. Absolutely. Yeah. And it should be right. But I think it sh you should have somebody else other than your spouse. Right. Um, so, don't say like, oh yeah, I have my spouse. It's my best friend. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. You should have that with yeah. your wife, with your husband. Yeah. But you should at least have somebody else. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't, I haven't really thought this out 
all the way theologically, so I don't, I don't know if I can necessarily well, like prove okay. this with the. With okay, but I can't write the second. Okay, think about think about the Trinity. Yeah, it's at least three. Yeah, that's right. You gotta have that one other person. <laughs> it's at least three. <laughs> no, I was just thinking like I. I, I have think, no idea where you're going with that, Beth. <laughs> not there, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's what you said. Your spouse is like that number one, a number one, yes, your yes. closest confidant. Yes. They know you better than anybody. But I think you need, um, like a a guy needs a guy, a dude. Yes, and yes. and a woman needs a woman. Yes, because my wife cannot relate to certain parts of my life. Yes. It, it, no matter how well she knows me. And as um, well that you share it with her. Right. There's a part. I can, I can literally tell her something that I'm experiencing and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Why Why is that an issue? Yeah. Why is this a deal? Why is this? Yeah. Um, but just having that other person there. Um, I have used this verse you know, when it comes to... When it suits me. <laughs> when it suits me. I didn't know what you were going to say, but I was, I was hoping that it was going to be when it suits me. <laughs> no, I have used this story multiple times, almost every time that I perform a wedding. Oh, nice. Of Genesis. Genesee. Of God... <laughs> The first time that something that God has made that was not perfect. Yeah. When Adam was alone. Yeah. And they said, this is not right. That man should be alone. Then he's a partner. So he made Eve. And I've always used that for spouse. Love it. But when you start reading into it and start thinking <laughs> about it, it, it also goes to friendship. Yes. Yeah, companionship. Of having yeah. this companion, of having somebody with them. Yeah. Of God knows that like me and you are great, but you need somebody else. Yeah. You need the three. Yeah. Right? You yeah. need somebody else. Yeah. Of um having that. And the more that I think about that when it comes to marriage, I'm like, yeah, amen. I can do that all the time. <laughs> but it's also for friendship. Yeah, for sure. And do you have that? Yeah. Uh, do you have that person? And I love what you said is that a dude needs a dude. And a female needs a female. Yeah. I, I I will go on a limb and say, if you are a married man, yeah, your number two should not be a female. Probably not, right? <laughs> yeah, that it should be a guy. Yeah, unless it's your mom, Barbara. I hear you out there, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'd even say probably not. <laughs> probably not even mom. It probably shouldn't be your mom. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, you can't tell you. That's mom probably some other issues. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but just also being smart with that. But yeah. I think you're right about it being a guide just for them to relate yeah. for the conversation piece. Yeah. As it goes in there. As Man, we Well, I was just gonna say, just to kind of bounce off of what you just said, like the story of scripture is long and complex and beautiful and like there's so so many moving parts, but like the first problem we see in the story of scripture is not sin that's going to be the major problem player in the story in the rest in the whole rest but the first problem we see is loneliness 
is isolation. Yeah. Is and God, God solitude yes. and said, this is a problem. I live in relationship. You need to live in relationship. And that's been a foundation for humanity since literally day one or day seven or whatever you want to think about it. <laughs> right. I mean, even with like people that are like stranded on an Island by themselves, like they go crazy. They turn volleyballs into people. Wilson. Castaway. That's who you named your son after. Well, that's what we were for a Halloween this year. And it was epic. Except Greer wouldn't wear the beard. We had a beard for our son, Greer. And I forget. It's Tom Hanks. I forget his name in the movie Castaway. Why would anybody remember his name? There was like no dialogue in that movie. I did. There's a lot of dialogue in that movie. Yeah, but nobody says his name because the only other character is a volleyball. Well, that's very true. Uh, I, I, I bet that was a really hard movie to act in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. He knocked his own tooth out with a ice skate. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Uh, but yeah, so we... Um, hey, you could skip the dentist tomorrow and just knock your tooth out with an ice skate. One of the reasons we're not filming this tomorrow. Filming. filming. <laughs> Your wife did take a picture of us. She did take on a the couch. One reason we're not recording this tomorrow couch. night is I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. Might be root canaling it up. It might be. I've had a toothache for like a week and a half. Which I feel like you've jinxed me. Now I have a toothache. Remember you I do? told you I was having a little sensitivity? Yeah. I feel like I feel like your toothache's contagious. I you coveted me with this a toothache. This is not gonna happen. And this is not too much information, but you guys don't care about this. I'm hoping that they're just like, oh, you got like a piece of barbecue stuck in the back of your mouth. Let me just get it out. But I have flossed a lot. If you have and a piece I have of brushed. barbecue stuck in your mouth that's giving you a toothache, you just don't come home. No, I hope it is. <laughs> also, I'm a little afraid because Thursday night, so this is Tuesday night that we are recording this. Uh, Wednesday night, Wednesday morning, I have dentist. Thursday night, we have a date night. And we got one of the best new restaurants in We got a reservation. I, like I got to put on my church jeans <laughs> to go out to, for a date. You going to put that beard oil in? I got to put a bit. I got a shower. Let's go. It's serious. I got to put on my fancy boots, not my work boots. Not I got to put on fancy boots. boots. And if I can't go to this restaurant because you're missing a tooth, I'm fine with that. I just want to be able to eat something. Yeah. I don't want them to it'd be so bad where they're like, you know what? Why don't you chill out and just do some like protein shakes for next week? I don't want that. I don't want that. I've never had a toothache like this. Never? I have had nine cavities in my life. And none of them bothered you? Well, no. Then I get there and they're like, you have five cavities. Uh, I didn't know. go to the dentist for five years. And then I went and they're like, you have five cavities. And I was like, well, can you fix them? I'm like, yeah, right now. <laughs> and I was fine. And that's the story of Justin with five cavities. And I've had more since then or before that, but the, the toothache has kind of weird me out. So yeah. it's really unpleasant. I teeth stuff bothers me a lot. How do we get on this? I don't remember. I don't know, guys. Friendships. We we, we talk about our teeth <laughs> and and other things and the aches of having a teeth. Um, are there <laughs> are there any um, top friendships that you would name in the Bible. Yeah, for well, sure. Well-known mm -hmm. friendships that you would 
list because if we're saying hey you guys are talking about adam and eve yeah genesis that's the only friendship you guys got like do you want me to rattle or do you want like one at a time oh let's just kind of go through a few of them okay and just because the, i got yeah. several you got several we can talk about a few um and then let's just kind of talk about maybe in our life where how relationships how our friendships have benefited us and yeah. we don't have to get we can get as deep as you want to get with that. But what does the Bible say a little bit on friendships and where can we get this? I know the book of Proverbs mm. is it's like a roadmap full of things about friendships. It's like if you want to know how to be a good friend, read, read Proverbs. Proverbs. Yeah. Read Proverbs. If you want to know how to be a bad friend, read Job. <laughs> uh Okay. He had, he had three friends that they all got in trouble because they were not nice to him. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> read Job for that, but read Proverbs. But give me one of yours. So like the first thing that comes to mind is David and Jonathan. Absolutely. Right? I mean, that's like number one. Sure. It's two, two, two guys. They would die for each other. You know, risk life and limb. Jonathan's daddy. Yeah. Crazy. Cray cray. Saul. Did not like David. Not at all. He tried to kill his own son tried, because... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Saul. Yes. Not at all. De <laughs> devotion. You know, devotion to one another. And, and, and they even said that. Yeah. Like, this idea of like, it is more than... And I think it said this in Proverbs of a friendship, a brotherhood that is almost like deeper than blood. That yeah. is like more than real family. Mm. And then you can see that. Yeah. Um, and for me being an only child, yeah, I value friendships. You're right. Very high. You don't have that natural. I, I, I don't have a sibling. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't have a step sibling. Yeah. Like I, I don't have any of that where it is like, well, you no, get all the inheritance. I get <laughs> the none. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't have any of that where, yeah. you know, there's people that are like, no, we, you know, this is blood, you know? And like a lot of my friends have older brothers or a twin brother yeah. or a brother that's close to their age where it's like, no, this is blood relation. It's like, I've always been jealous of that. Yeah. So I think that's one reason why for me thinking about uh, um, David and Jonathan of like just the close relations yeah. they had. They were closer than brothers. Yeah. yeah. And I think about that with the friendships that I have is like, they mean a lot to me because I don't have anything else. Yeah. I can't go back to my real brother. Yeah. If you're a friend, then you are to me a brother. Yeah. Cool. In that. Um, all right. What else? Well, I kind of had two or three. Okay. I was thinking Jesus and John. Yeah, that's a big one. Jesus and John loved each other. Yes. Um, and I think you see that play out in Scripture. I think you see uh, um, Paul and Silas. Yeah. Traveling partners, missionary brothers, Paul and Timothy. Paul and Timothy is like is almost like a big brother. Father-son, mentor, Father, son. mentee. Yeah, like yeah. really called out. And then... Who was it? Jesus and Lazarus. Jesus and Lazarus, very good friends. Jesus and Mary and Martha. 
Jesus and Mary and Martha. The whole yeah. family, whatever their last name was, of, Be- <laughs> of, of Bethany's. Yes. The of Bethany's. <laughs> of, of this deep relationship yeah. um, of there. And so as we kind of wrap up, and again, you know, we said that we're not going to, we're only going to scratch the surface when it comes to friendships. Just about the whole Bible is about relationship and friendships. Just, so. yeah, just in general, <laughs> that's what it's about. Um, Moses and Joshua, uh, Noah, Elijah and Elisha. We, we can keep, keep going. We could keep going. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel. <laughs> Lots of friends. He can keep the going. Bible friends. The Bible friends. Yeah. They, uh, they are, we, as we talk about this, one, it's very important for your friendship. So, so just off the bat, try to. And the best way that I found this, because the friendships you want to pick aren't just anybody. And Proverbs talks about that a lot. Yes. And it's what we talk to our teens a lot about. Is like, you are who you hang around. Yep. If you want to have a deeper relationship with God, then get with people who also want to have a deeper relationship with God. Yeah. Um, or even, you know, someone that's a little bit older than you mm. that maybe is a little bit deeper in their relationship and learn from that mentorship, which, yeah. which, you know, the Bible is full of mentorships. I feel like that's something that we've lost in our modern context. It's, we don't uh, do that. Well, how am I connecting with someone who's further down the road than me? And letting them kind of speak some wisdom into my life. And then how am I doing that for people who are a little further behind me? And this isn't like a I'm better than they are thing. It's I think that's discipleship, right? Wis- yes. <laughs> that's just wisdom. And that's just, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. And having that. So when you're choosing a friendship, finding somebody that is aligned with what you are aligned with and... um that is on the same path that you want to be Mm. on and do that. And you know what? Like, I don't want to get weird with it, but I might get weird with it a little bit here. Um, As followers of Jesus, we have the Holy spirit. That's kind of a crazy concept to get your mind around. Oh yeah. But I think that this, the spirit that lives within us uh, not only kind of communicates with us through, you know, whatever sort of supernatural ways, but it can connect with others. So like when my spirit meets another spirit that is on this same plane and moving in the same direction, there's a connection. And I don't yeah. think that that's just happen happenstance and good luck. Over, yeah. It's the spirit of God connecting me with another person that I need in my life. And you can, man, that's spot on. And you can kind of feel it. Yeah. Oh, you can. Yeah. And you can be like, oh, there's a reason. And, and it can be for, I mean, one, I think the root should be your walk with Christ and then in the spirits and the direction you want to go in. But what I love is that there's so many people that have so many different interests. So it's not, you know, it will be somebody who is more aligned and kind of check some boxes right. and they, and you find them in your life. Yeah. 
and be like, hey, you like this and this and this, and you want a deeper, you know, life of Christ? Yeah. So do I. Yeah. And God's like, well, for some reason we're in the same town and we live together <laughs> and you're over here. And it just kind of works out that way. And um, I don't think that's weird. I mean, I think like you kind of have that of meeting new people and you just connect in a very yeah. moment. You're like, Oh, this is weird. Yeah. Like we're on the same plane. Yeah. There might be something there. Yeah. Well, there is something there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, find somebody there. And then I would say for me in my friendships is being humble. Mm being vulnerable yeah being open um in all aspects of that of if a friend comes to me or if i go to a friend what you want as the baseline or as the top notch is you want them to help you in your walk yeah so for us you know, so for me and you, yeah, I want you to help me and I want to help you. Yeah. Well, for that to happen, we have to be open. Yep. So I have to share things with you that I wouldn't normally share with the cashier at the Pig Wiggly. Right. Because <laughs> they don't know me. Right. <laughs> they're like, dude, don't tell me that. And they're like, why are you? Uh, okay. Do you... <laughs> okay. Here's. It'll be 450. <laughs> It'll be 450. Here's your steak. Thank yeah. you. Um, but you have to be open. Yeah, for sure. You have to be vulnerable. Yeah. You have to be humble. You have to be for real. Have to be, <laughs> have to be for real. Which that's harder said than done. Uh, and I was just saying that's this. like a learned behavior. It's, it's not always easy. We, we live, we live the opposite way. The world tells us to live the opposite way. Live, uh, closed off and secret and put on the Facebook face, put on the Instagram, put on the mask of life. everything. Uh, this is of a perfect life. And, but and that's not beneficial. That's not, that's not this kind of friendship that we're talking about. When I see people, there's a few people at church that I know that we're not really good friends with, but there's just people at church and we say the same thing every Sunday morning, right? Hey, how's it going? Great. How are you doing? Great. Oh, it's a gorgeous blessed, weather. Just blessed, blessed to be here. Blessed to be here. Oh, I'm just ready for lunch. Good day. Big Going great to McAllister's. Week. We're doing <laughs> <laughs> going to Jim and Nick's. Have this. And every now and then you're going to find people. Yeah. Hey, so how's it going? It's not going that great. <laughs> and you're, you're like, like, what? Whoa. I thought you were going to give me the I was stock. Just, I was just doing the drive-by. I, I, I was just doing what we normally do. <laughs> Why? I thought you were giving Why me Why you got to be like that? <laughs> but then I go back and be like, Hey, good for them. Yeah. This is the place that you should be open with. Yes. And as we call each other brothers and sisters in Christ. Let's be friends, family. Yeah. Let's be family and let's be open with that. And so yeah. um there's a flip side to that too. So if uh if you're entering into friendships with humility mm -hmm. um and with vulnerability and truth and grace. Boom. That's the flip side. Oh. So if if I'm going to be in relationship with you and you're going to be in relationship yeah. with me, I'm going to do something stupid. I'm yeah. going to tick you off at some point. Yeah. You get to have the, you get to make the decision if you're going to say, well, Chris sucks. I've had enough of him. I'm out. And I'm out. Or yeah. if I'm going to say, you know what? No, no. Grace says, I'm going to take a step further in and I'm going to, and I'm going to forgive and I'm going to, uh, you know, 
be the bigger person or whatever you want to say, but like, it's a different, it's a different path. It's a different pathway um, in following Jesus than it is with just sort of a transactional relationship. Yeah. Like if you're going to be vulnerable, if you're going to be real with people, then you also have to be full of grace and lead with grace because people are going to upset you and they're going to do stupid stuff. Well, and it's having the same end game in mind right. that it's not a, it's not this consumerism. Right. You know, we said from the, you know, at the very beginning of what do you give me when I give you? Yeah. It's more of we're on the same train together to the same spot. And if you don't get there, mm. then then I'm going to be hindered because I want you to get there too. Right. And you're going to help me get there. And it takes two of us and it takes three of us and it takes a village and it takes my friends and it takes my spouse and it takes my kids, right. it takes my parents. It takes everyone for us to work to get to where we need to go. Right. Um, and, uh, and if you just throw it away because somebody ticks you off one time, yeah. Now we get that there are some things that might happen. Yeah, that, no doubt. But if it's little things, like no, let's just talk. And again, a good example of this is marriage too, right? Like yeah. if one little thing happens, you're not and, like and you throw in the towel. Peace out, I'm yeah. gone. It's like, sorry, I forgot the trash again. <laughs> That's not a reason to divorce me. Yeah. Right? No, like you have you just have conversations and yeah. stuff like that with that. But um Basically, what we're saying, friendships are very important. It is kingdom work. Yes. It is and kingdom it's hard. talk. It's not easy to say, hey, we're good friends. We like to play darts together. Yeah. We like the same sport teams. We're good. Easy in, easy out. And you might have those friends. <laughs> yeah. I have plenty of those friends yeah. where we have just the situational, we enjoy yeah. the same things. We can talk about, talk about football. And, and whatever it is, yeah. yeah, we're going to text. But to have that one, two, or three people yeah. that are ride or die, yeah. <laughs> that are there with you, that you can call at 2 a.m. and yeah. say, I need you. Yeah. And they're going to be there. Mm. And they're going to answer their phone. And they're going to call back. And they're going to say, what is it? And they're not going to judge you. And they're not going to yell at you. They're going to say, what do we got to do? Let's go. To help you and to walk with yeah. you and to have that. And every single person needs that. That's just the way it is. Er, everybody needs that. Yeah. Um, and for you to get that, sometimes you have to put yourself out there. Right. It's not going to fall in your lap. Right. It's good. Yeah. You know, um, I see this a lot, like literally in my work. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you have to choose to engage. You have to choose to open yourself up to connection. These, I just think it's really rare um, for it to happen just, by chance, you know? And so when people will come to me and they'll say, you know, I just don't feel, I don't feel connected. I'm like, well, are you in a small group? Are you serving in a ministry? Yeah. Um, are you here on do you come? Do you come to classes when we have <laughs> yeah. those things? And if you can't answer yes to like one of those things, then there's really nothing that I can do to help you. Yes. You have to take a step. Um, but that, that, that's, that's just, that's, that's what this life looks like. It's, I have to choose connection. I have to choose engagement. And I see the same thing with our teens too. Yeah. And I see it from their parents of like, well, you know, so-and-so doesn't come because it's like, they're really connected. And I'm like, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they don't like, come. Like, this I is just, not going to be like Chris and Justin ministry gripe session. Cause <laughs> no, we're very happy. <laughs> no, but, 
But I'm like, yeah, I don't think they are connected because yeah. I've seen them twice in a year. Yeah. That's like, tough. You yeah. have to be there, be connected, and yeah. you have to put yourself out there. And that's tough for an eighth grader yeah. to do that. And that's tough for a 40-year-old to do that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't change. But life is a series of transactions. My day is 24 hours long. Your day is 24 hours long. I get to choose what I'm going to fill those 24 hours with. And if I choose uh, to pursue other things and not relationship, I shouldn't be surprised when I'm feeling disconnected um, and disengaged from the people around me. If I want to be connected and engaged with the people around me, I have to make those choices. I have to prioritize that well, and then you ha- in my day. With every aspect of your life. Yeah. Right? Yep. Every aspect. And friendships is one of those. Yep. Relationships are one of those. Your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your neighbor, your dog, <laughs> whatever it is. Like, yeah. you have that to do. You, yeah. You, there's time to do. Um. Well, I, 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 again, I don't think we said a word of scripture. We talked about Genesis. We did talk about that. We talked about the Bible, but I enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, hopefully, this is helpful to you guys. We're talking um, about Bible ideas. Talk, hey, look at the title of the podcast. And we are literally buffoons. <laughs> Uh, just sitting on a couch by a fire, by a fire talking. Um, but Hey, we are blessed by you guys and we hope that you are blessed by us by just a little bit. Our encouragement to you is find that one or two friend. be intentional. That's, that's, that's the key word to this whole thing. Be intentional about that relationship. Do not be your relationship with God and your relationship with other people should not be an ATM relationship. What can I get out of it? Boom. How can I pour into God? Yeah. How can I pour into my friends to make it work? That's it. Um, and you'll be blessed by it. You will. I, I promise you that. Even when you're, when you decide not to get anything out of it, it's when you will get the <laughs> most out of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's so upside down. That's the way it works. That's it. That's the way it works. Well, hey, we uh, enjoyed it. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Make sure to rate and review and to smash the subscribe button. Whoa. (laughs) Going creepy on us tonight. Um, Hey, give us a review. Email us. For real. Email us. Thebibleofoons at gmail.com. Don't Dean Sanderson us. Don't you dare Dean Sanderson us. Or you know what? If or you want, do it. Or actually, just to, do it. If you want to, that'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Adam, for um, making our first outside communication pretty funny. <laughs> uh, and for being a good friend, buddy. Uh, thank you, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, friends. Peace. See what I did?